how are we doing, y'all? Welcome back to the Word of Reason podcast, where the Word of God is where you can find reason at in your life. Um, I'm going to change that up a little bit as we go. Let me make sure my mic on the right setting, bro. But yes, welcome back, yo. I'm not going to lie. There is so much going on. I, I, I want to first and foremost say I would love to be a little bit more louder with my words, but I don't know what it is, but it's like I slept with that dog on fan, pointed at my neck, <coughs> or I went to the gym, and somebody might have had something going on, and it jumped on me. I'm already healed in the name of Jesus. I'm not claiming sickness. I rebuke that. Um, But, dog, there, it's like whenever the back of your throat dry, and it feels like every time you breathe, you're just breathing in cold air, and it's hot and humid and dry, bro. I'm like, dog, gone, bro. Let up, bro. So... We're we're a little bit limited for the rowdiness, but um, there are so many blessings coming from obedience, and that's actually what I want to talk about. Um, but first, I'm gonna go over this because God has blessed me. There are um, I just want to say welcome to all the new people who have um, been coming to the social medias for Word of Reason. I want to say thank you so much. Um, I actually want to say thank you so much to God because I, I I just relinquished all authority to him. I let him move the videos how he wanted to move them. And within the last few days, it's been like a total of 10,000 people on Instagram Reels alone. The other social medias are still doing, um, they're, they're, they're still reaching people and the word is still going out. Um, if there's anything that I've been learning in this last week, ever since I dropped that podcast, I think it's been a week, is that um, don't ever forget where God has brought you from and where you are now. And remember to trust in him. Remember to trust in him continuously. I know the walls are getting thick and they're getting tall, but please Please, please stand firm. Stand firm and trust in God. That is something that um that is something that I, I definitely have been learning and 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 really soaking into my spirit. Um <clears throat> and that, that that is something that has also helped in growth mature maturity wise is that Looking where he's brought me from and the fact that it's been two months, no job, no guaranteed income. We have been in his hands. And at one point I, I was starting to lose faith and trust being like, like it, it's not like I said, God, why have you forsaken me? It was more like a uh, God, where, where, where is it at? Like I'm in the deep negatives, like I'm approaching negative such and such amount and I'm over the credit limit and it's just like there's more stuff coming in and it's like everything's collapsing and at first it didn't bother me but then as it started getting a little bit worse and worse and I was just kind of like God where you at and just like a slight drop of fate but it was like that slight drop of fate should never have never have happened because I was so focused on the now of where is he rather than where he's already been at in my life up until this point. And I encourage you to keep your faith and trust in the Lord and watch through your obedience and through your faith. He is going to come through. What verse is that? That um, it is impossible to please God without your faith. And then without faith and works, 
or faith without works is dead. And that is not preaching a works-based salvation, but uh, it is rather that when you are saved and when you come to God, once you're born again, you should have a heart and a desire to first and foremost repent. And secondly, it should be a heart and a desire to follow after his commandments and turn away from everything that you know he says to stay away from. And even if you don't know, you'll feel conviction in the Holy Spirit that is now inside you that that you've gotten when you were born again. That is that is a sign. And I was talking to my apostle and he gave me some tips and I actually want to read that off too. Um let's see. Oh shoot. Okay, never mind. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. So I will read off what I took down for notes, and then I will read scripture. Um, it says, the problem comes, and this is for people who uh, claim to be saved and are saved. It says, the problem comes when we sin and enjoy it. And what? Okay, okay, there we go. I was typing fast, so I didn't even know, bro. I was sitting over here like, what am I talking about, bro? This look like some garbage, bro. Ugh. Okay, we got it, we got it, yo. It says, um, the problem comes when we sin and enjoy it and want to sin and feel no guilt or conviction of how God feels. That heart posture is a sign that you are not born again. When Christ is in your heart and you are saved, there ought to be something that's convicting in you. If you sin and feel none of that and care nothing of God, that could be a sign you aren't born again. The sign that you're born again is that you want to please God and tend to his standard. So now I'm going to pop up in scripture. Um, everybody open up y'all Bibles. Everybody open up y'all Bibles. Um, everybody open up y'all Bibles. I'm going to say it one more time. Open up y'all Bible, bro. No. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even mean to press that one, bro. I don't even know what I meant to press. I don't even remember my soundboard, bro. It has been a while. Let me go over to, uh, let me pull up Bible Gateway, bro. Yep, 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 yep. Here it is. Um, from now on, though, I'm actually going to be reading from the Amplified Bible so that um, those of you who just listen and da-da-da-da, let's say you're at work. Um, first of all, I appreciate you listening, and I thank you so much for tuning in. I love you, and I mean that when I say that I love you. Um, and even if you don't like me and you're coming at me in the DMs, bro, I love you too. And I mean, I mean that when I tell you that either. But anyways, let's read this verse. It's 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 through 10. Everybody read along. I'm going to turn this way. And Anyways, it says, The one who practices sin, separating himself from God and offending him by acts of disobedience, indifference, or rebellion, is of the devil and takes his inner character and moral values from him, not God. For the devil has sinned and violated God's law from the beginning. The Son of God appeared for this purpose. To destroy the works of the devil. No one who is born of God deliberately, knowingly, and habitually practices sin. Because God's seed 
his principle of life, the essence of his righteous character remains permanently in him who is born again, who is reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed and set apart for his purpose. And he who was born again cannot habitually live a life characterized by sin because. Uh, let me go back because he is born of God and longs to please him. By this, the children of God and the children of the devil are clearly identified. Anyone who does not practice righteousness, who does not seek God's will in thought, action and purpose. Let me go back in thought action and purpose is not of God, nor is the one who does not unselfishly love his believing brother. There goes the Bible for that. Um, and with that, man, I'm, that that's not even the direction it was, but um, that I was trying to go in. But that was a beautiful nugget just for those who are like, how do I know if I'm saved when you have the desire? to follow God's will and please him and be pleasing in his ways. Now, I know there's going to be things that are hard to give up, but trust me, it's in Hebrews chapter 7, I believe. Um, let me make sure, let me make sure, let me make sure. Let me make sure. Dang, where the verse at, bro? Bruh, I can't even see that. Let me look it. Let me look it up, bro. Let me look it up, bro. Oh, fart. I believe it's Hebrews 7. Give me just a sec, bro. I got to give this verse. And I want to give you the right address, too. me just a few seconds here we go here we go um it's hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 i don't know how i blew it that bad bro i don't even know where seven came from bro i don't know where that came bro everything on my keyboard wants to be pressed at the same time right now like back up bro dang <clears throat> All right, 4 verse 15, here we go. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations, but one who has been tempted, knowing exactly how it feels to be human in every respect as we are yet without committing any sin. Therefore, let us with privilege, listen to me when I say this, with privilege, with privilege, 
approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor with confidence and without fear so that we so that we may receive mercy for our failures and find his amazing grace to help us in time of need an appropriate blessing coming just at the right moment. So I want to rewind it back in verse 16 where it says with privilege approach the throne of grace. That is the throne of God's gracious favor. That is what we have to understand. And that, that was a point that I made before. And it should be one of the earlier audio only podcasts is that stop trying to be right when Jesus makes you right. Realize that through Jesus, we have a privilege to now be able to approach the throne room. We have been cleansed for past, present and future sins. All right. So it's not like we're we have to sacrifice animals to be able to um, talk to God. And even then, even as it's explained in Hebrews, once you read it and it's drawing connections from Old Testament traditions with higher priests going into the temples and sacrificing animals once every once every year, I believe, or once every three, I forget whether it's once every year or not, so that the people can be able to communicate with God through the high priest. It's not like that anymore. Once you've accepted Jesus, now realize we have the privilege to be able to approach that throne and with boldness. Because in other other translations, which for those who feel like the Bible is, is skeptical because it has translation, it's just worded different. The message is the same. It is worded different. So if I were to go to King James Version from where I'm reading at the Amplified Version, I guarantee you there's no contradiction here. I would do that or you can do the research yourself. And by that, I just mean compare the two on like the Bible Gateway app. I mean, it's really not that hard. All you have to do is use your fingers. A little bit of brain. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do all that. But um, we're able to now boldly other translations say um, so that we boldly approach the throne of grace in time of need, meaning that we don't have to approach him with like legitimate fear of being rejected off rip. Now, that doesn't mean that when I say that, that we don't get no's or that we won't ever be rejected of what we ask him for. That is not what I'm saying. But it is that we can approach the throne of grace and be able to communicate with God only through Jesus Christ. So, just wanted to go over that. Also, I'm going to make sure I'm recording because I don't want to, I want to fold. Yes, sir. That's crazy. We have got, okay, I'm going I'm to give some context with this, but the Holy Spirit is spitting right now, bro. Um, I'm going to give you some context because I really want to be vulnerable and tell the truth. So, as of recently, um, with it's not really having to do with anything with the amount of publicity that God has kind of like teased and and allowed me to visit in this last week that I say this but uh this has been a concern for a little while and I want to address it and that's um always feeling like I don't really know what to say um when I come on to here and that, that to me is, I'm going to just make sure I'm in focus because I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Focus on me, bro. Focus on me, bro. Yep, yep. Look at this handsome young man. Also, I'm wearing a hat because I have like really bad ingrown hairs and bumps 
that are actually healed. So I'm gonna be bald next podcast. Um, I'm gonna be bald next podcast. I'm still bald, but like, um, you know, your hair grow back in, and then the hairline doesn't actually exist because you don't get a lineup. So it's just legitimately straight hair, bro. Is <laughs> it's wicked. But uh, I just want to say um. Oh, yeah, I was uh, thinking to God, like, I don't know what I'm going to say. Like, I know I should come on here and, and trust him to be able to speak through me. But I also don't want to just be like, oh, yeah, we just finna get on here with absolutely not a single thing. Not a single thing in mind, like an airhead. All right. Nothing but an airhead. And then just pop up in here on the mic talking about nothing. And that's what I want to be is intentional about what I'm doing. I was listening to the Evolve podcast um, it's coming one day. Alex is coming one day. I don't know if you're listening to this, but it's coming one day. I was listening to the Evolve podcast, and even then, we were having a conversation. As some of those from the Evolve podcast may know, um, in one of the more recent podcasts, he dropped that he was uh mentioning to be intentional with your craft and to be intentional about the things that you do, and to not take it lightly. And I remember he said this, um, it was while you're playing around with your craft, there's somebody else building up on it and catching up to you. And instead of playing with your craft, you could have been honing in on it. So let that be a message for somebody, whoever's listening. Um, but I was listening to the Evolve podcast and I was thinking like, dog, I really want to be intentional about what I'm talking about, yada, yada, yada. And I really want to come on here with a message and. Of course, I know that the Holy Spirit will come through because he is right now. He he has definitely been coming through. I'm not gonna get some eagles. <laughs> I can't with them eagles, bro. But uh, I was I'm very very sure that the Holy Spirit will come through and talk. And um, I'm doing Bible study, and I I switch over to my computer so I can pull up the notes to get more accurate. But I was reading Luke chapter 12, and I believe it was in verses 14 around there. Let's see. It was. Ah, yes. It was Luke chapter 12, verse 8 through 9. And Luke chapter 12. It was Luke chapter 12, verse 11 and 12. Um, But in the context of this verse, because I'm not going to just make it sound like I'm talking sweet. In the context of this verse, this is the verse that it talks about where Jesus was saying, Those who proclaim my name before men, I will proclaim his name before my father and the angels of God, but whoever um, doesn't proclaim my name, uh, let me just read it from here. Um, but he who disowns and denies and rejects and refuses to acknowledge me before men will be disowned and denied and rejected and refused acknowledgement before the angels of God. And when they bring you before the synagogues and the magistrates and the authorities, do not be anxious beforehand how you shall reply in defense or what to say for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. And in that, there's two things to take away in persecution. The Holy Spirit will be there with you. Um, and second of all, 
the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what to say. And there's another verse. I believe it may have been in either one of the three Johns or in John, um, one of the Gospels, where it says that the Holy Spirit will bring to you remembrance. Ah, let me get that verse because I want to remember that one, too. All right, we got John 14, 26. Everybody open your Bible apps. Open your Bible book. Open your Bible. Let's get to reading this, bro. John 14, verse 26. It says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit. This is from the NIV. Um, we can do it. from. No, I'm going to read from AMP. Like I just said, not even five, ten minutes ago. <clears throat> but the helper. Conf the It says, but the helper. Comforter, advocate, intercessor, compulsor, strengthener, standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things, and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. So as we go through and read God's word, it says here, and this is Jesus talking, it says that as we read the word and as we we soak in Jesus's words through the word of God. The Holy Spirit that is in us will help us remember these things as we eat and as we eat and eat and eat and consume the word of God. And as we forget things, the Holy Spirit brings things to remembrance and to draw back because um, you may have gotten lost in where the context was. I was like, I know the Holy Spirit will bring to my remembrance the things that I know, but I really want to get on here and talk about something, you know, be intentional. And so he did say, just chill out, bro. Like, you may not know what you're going to talk about all the time, but I got you. Like, and that's what we have to realize. That's what I had to realize. This is why I'm going to speak for myself here is that. My heart is tailored to want to tell the word of God and tell it in truth. I don't want to embellish. I want to beat around a bush. I don't like that. I'm really here to preach the gospel and teach the word of God to those who do not understand it and provide a different perspective. Um, and that's why more frequently I am going to be having guests. And the I don't know when you're going to listen to this podcast. It's probably going to be after. It is probably. Yeah, maybe it'll. Nah, it might be before. I have no idea. <coughs> it might be before. I have no idea. I'm going to have to pray about it. I'm really feeling in my spirit before because ooh, this next podcast is going to be a blessing. And I really want to go ahead and say it. Can I say it? I cannot say it yet. You're going to be... Oh, uh, you guys are going to love this next podcast. This is for a lot of people. This is for a lot of people. Can I say at least that much? <laughs> no. All right. <coughs> but trust me, this next podcast is going to be a blessing.
This is going to be a blessing and probably one of the longest ones so far, bro. I am so ready for this next podcast. Um, I'm so ready. There's going to be so many different revelations. Strongholds are going to be broken. I am speaking over this podcast right now that there are going to be so many blessings brought forth. And there will be strongholds broken and perspectives provided. And there's power in the testimony. Uh... I am so ready for this next podcast. But and all that being said, that all beforehand was not even what we came on here to talk about initially. That is what happens when the spirit takes over, bro. And uh, I know that in that, that was that was some, that was a blessing. So what I really wanted to come and talk about um, initially was I want to talk about faith. Because a lot of people, both inside and outside the, the body of Christ, whether you follow him or whether you don't, have a problem with faith. And when I refer to faith, I want to give you perspective whenever I say the word. Faith is the unfaltering trust in that, in that whatever you're putting your faith into... Whatever you're trusting into will not fail you. Um, let's pull up legit dictionary for faith. Faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Second one is strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. Even though there is proof in the word of God that it is true, a lot of people don't want to hear it. A lot of people don't feel like it's enough because there's too much faith involved. Let me say that again. A lot of people don't want to listen to the proof that is provided to say that the Bible is accurate because there's too much faith involved. People want hard, concrete evidence that Jesus is here. There is. There is. Um, you ever heard of something called Google? Um, please. Got destroyed right there. Yep. Google definitely will be a great resource in that. Um, but dog, yes, bro, there's hard, concrete evidence. And there must be faith involved as well. You have to read the Bible in a perspective of this is the truth. This is what I want to believe. I'm going to read this. And as it says, it's the living word that this word will come alive inside of me. And let me say that that's what the Bible is going to do when you put your faith into it. Even as you may be trying to disprove it, God works differently in everybody and his word affects all. It says in... I got to find that verse as well. It says in the word that the word of God is like a two edged sword cutting even through flesh and bone down to the spirit. Let me get that verse for you, bro. Let me get that verse. Oh, yeah, we finna get this word up in here today. The word is just, it's Hebrews, it's Hebrews 4 again, bro. 
Okay, so it says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. <laughs> like, bro, come on, bro. Uh, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Mm. And for those who keep on trying to disprove, like, well, the Bible is a man-made thing. The Bible is a man-made thing. Nope. Again, when I say this, we have to stand from the perspective of faith. Um, and when we stand in uh, when we stand in the perspective of faith, you will see that the Bible is true, that the Bible is accurate. And so, a lot of people will say, "Ooh, I actually do remember where this doggone verse is." Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I remember. I remember one of them boys. Yes, sir. So, let's open up to Second Peter chapter one everybody open your bubbles like this okay please don't call me a heresy i'm a heretic or a um blasphemer just because i did that i'm so sorry kind of not really kind of it's a little bit of a little bit of an apology so we're gonna read um second peter i read with me church if we go down to first peter chapter one verse, well, to be honest, we can read um, from verse 16 just to give full context as well for those who want the full context, although the verse is um, verse 20. So starting from Second Peter chapter 1, verse 16, for we did not follow cunningly devised fables when you made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Boom, we can stop right there. We can stop we can stop right there. I don't know where that fart came from, but we can stop right there. All right? We can really just go. Wait, look, wrap it up. No. Bro, keep on intervening, saying no. Like, ain't nobody asking, bro. Back up out the mic. No. I don't even know why I put you on the soundboard, dude. Look, anyways. This is one of the apostles talking. The one who wrote most of the New Testament, Apostle Paul. And... A lot of people say, oh, well, his word ain't true. His word ain't true. Shut your lip, me. We finna get into the word, all right? It says, for he received from God, the Father, honor and glory. When such a voice came to him from the excellent glory, that is God, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And we heard this voice which came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place. Meaning, it would do you best to listen rather than refuting all the time because you don't know what you're talking about. But we'll get to that in a second. Until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by 
the Holy Spirit. Enough said right there, but I was going to say bucko, but I found out that that word means stupid or an idiot. So I'm going to stop calling everybody a bucko. But, uh, bro, that right there says enough. We can keep reading, though. Let this let this sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. <coughs> I believe that's Ephesians um, chapter six, verse 14. I might blow it. Either Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 or Ephesians chapter 6 verse 14. And even then I might be wrong, but it's Ephesians chapter 6. Um, the full armor of God. I very much encourage you to play that on as a believer. It's your spiritual protection, man. And then plead the blood of Jesus over you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I love you. Um, so we're going to keep reading. And this is for people who saying, oh, well, that's not accurate. Well, even he says this. Hold on. Not what he just said is accurate, inaccurate, but that there were some inaccurate prophets. Let's let's read. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them and bring on themselves swift, swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed by covetousness. They will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time, their judgment has not been idle, and their destruction does not slumber. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment, and did not, and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood of, the, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes. Condemn them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by filthy conduct of the wicked. And then it says for the for that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. That right there is in accordance to the verse that um, bad, bad counsel corrupts good morals. So watch where you are. Pay attention to who you are around because that right there, as one who's born again, one who's saved and one who's trying to follow Christ, putting yourself in a surrounding constantly that you could avoid, but do not avoid because let's say they're your best friends or whatnot. When you surround yourself by people who practice nothing but unrighteousness and ungodliness, that will corrupt you. That will get into you. That will seep into your behaviors. So please, I encourage you to watch out who you hang around. Again, let me say that Lot, who was righteous, was delivered from Sodom and Gomorrah. We're on verse 7 for those who want to, you know what I'm saying, catch up. And delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Bad counsel corrupts good morals. Watch who you be around. So, then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment 
for the day of righteousness, meaning that God knows how to bring his people out of circumstances and punishments meant for those who continuously disobey him. And especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority. They are presumptuous, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak of evil dignitaries or not to speak evil of God, of um, higher authorities, uh, divine, divine entities in some trans, not translations, but some definitions. Whereas angels who are greater in power and might do not bring a reviling accusation against them before the Lord. Now, shall we keep going? I'm going to read this off, broski. Now, this is now this, I believe, is tailored for people who. I'm going to read this whole chapter, bro. Y'all going to have to stick with me. Um, This is the depravity of false teachers. That's a, that's a subheading. But these like natural brute beasts made to be caught and destroyed, speak evil of things they do not understand and will utterly perish in their own corruption and will receive the wages of unrighteousness. What is the wages of sin? You you heard it last podcast for the wages of sin is death, meaning that the payment for your unrighteousness and your sin is death. It is reiterated again. For those who did not understand the first time I posted the clip, for the wages of sin is death. Let me read it again. But these, like natural brute beasts, made to be caught and destroyed, speak evil of things they do not understand. Speak evil of things they do not understand. Speak evil of God because they don't understand him. They curse God's name because they don't understand his character. They curse God because they don't understand why he did what he did. I understand being confused and I understand wanting to know. But speak evil of things you do not understand and will utterly perish in their own corruption and will receive the wages of unrighteousness as those who count it pleasure to corrose in the daytime. They are spots and blemishes corrosing or I'm going to just say carousing in their own deceptions while they feast with your or while they feast with you having eyes full of adultery <clears throat> and that cannot cease from sin, enticing unstable souls. They have a heart trained in covetous practices and are, are, are accursed children. They have forsaken the right way and gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Beor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. But he was rebuked for his iniquity. A dumb donkey speaking with a man's voice restrained the madness of the prophet. These are the these are wells without water clouds carried by a tempest for whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. I got one more. I want to I, I want to keep on going to my points, but like it's just it's just so good, bro. We should keep going for when they speak great swelling words of emptiness. They allure through the lusts of the flesh through lewdness. <clears throat> Let me go back. I need water. They allure through the lusts of the flesh, through lewdness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruptions. For by whom a person is overcome, by him also he is brought into bondage. For if 
after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And they are again for those because this is New King James Version, close to King James Version. And it says, for if they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again and are again entangled in them and overcome the latter end is worse for them than in the beginning for it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them but it has happened to them according to the true proverb a dog returns to his own vomit and a sow having washed to her wallowing in the mire Now, I do want to say this, because the topic is about false teachers, right? And a lot of the time, the title false teacher is easily handed out to those who are in authoritative positions and, and pastors and people of authority and influence in the body of Christ. Excuse me. Sorry. But for those who, let's say, go around never having read the Bible intentionally spreading hatred, malice, lies, and and corrupt words that they just don't understand about the Bible, you are teaching falsely. You are presenting that same fluctuant doctrine that they were just talking about, that Paul was just talking about in 2 Peter. That might not actually have been Paul. It might have been Peter. I'm very sure that that was Paul, though. But... It literally is called the second epistle of Peter. Let me just fact check myself because I'm very sure that that's Peter. That's my fault. My brain did not function there. Yep. The first and the second epistle of Peter, the acts of Peter. The Gospel of Peter, the Preacher of Peter, the Apocalypse of Peter. Yeah, bro. <laughs> My brain farted. But it was clearly stated by Peter in this. Not Paul. Call it the second epistle of Peter. Mind blown. That's fart. I got to stop mixing those two up, bro. Thank you for clapping for me, bro. But, like, even those who go around intentionally talking about how bad Christianity is, talking about how um, corrupt God is, talking about how um, this, that, and the other, promoting a doctrine that is flimsy and not true, especially because there is no foundation in the word that you have to go against this. But once you start opening up the word and reading it and finding out who Jesus actually was and is, He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Once you actually find who it is, watch like we just read earlier that the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, is going to pierce into your spirit and convict you. And you'll start to realize, bro, that is not at all what I thought of God. That is not who I thought he was supposed to be. Take the time and read the word for yourself. And you can listen to the Word of Reason podcast all day. And I appreciate you and I love you. And I also tell you, please open this book up for yourself. Read it and connect with God.
connect with God through his word. A lot of people keep on asking the question of how do you hear God? He speaks in so many different ways. And I just saw it from a from a podcast I love. I haven't listened to it in a while, but it is the Just Different podcast. And they just dropped the clip about this earlier today. Is that a lot of people ask questions on how to hear God, but God speaks in so many different ways. And it doesn't matter if he speaks to you if you don't understand his language. And if you don't understand how he speaks to you, and if you don't understand, um, they also said there's a uh, there's a literal language barrier between how God can communicate and how you can receive his word because you don't understand how he talks. Um, and the best way to start getting to hear God's voice, especially early on in your walk, I implore you, bro, start with them gospels. Read um, in the Old Testament. Um if you're depressed, read Ecclesiastes. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's a great book because you'll find something actually relatable in that. But now, read Psalms, read Proverbs, definitely read Proverbs as a man <clears throat> is going to teach you how to live, especially if you don't have a father figure because I have to start remembering. Um, I grew up very, very privileged to have both of my parents and both of my parents founded in Christ and both of my parents to teach me the word. Um... But if you do not have a father figure to teach you, that is literally a father figure, not a father figure. That is a father instructing his son on how to live. So for all of y'all out there who want to hear God's voice, read his word. And for those who want to listen um, to some wisdom given to a son, like a dad speaking to you, like the father speaking to you that you did not have in your life, please read Proverbs. And then realize as you read Proverbs, don't idolize the man who's speaking and writing, which is Solomon, I believe. But rather realize that God is going to be that father that you never had. He can be that mother that you never had. I'm not saying God is a woman. No, that's not contradictory. I'm saying he can do the same things that a mother can do. He can have the motherly tendons that you need him to be. Ten, ten, tendencies, not tendons. Tendencies. He can, if you're a woman, read God's word. And, 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 and I forgot, I believe it was, I forgot, but essentially to say it, man, a woman with God in her, and let me tell you something, ain't nothing finna bring you down when you, when you got uh, God in the forefront of your heart, man. And when God is through your spirit, let me drink some water real quick or else I'm going to cough a loogie in this mic, bro. Okay. But yeah, man. Ooh. This is a... This is going in a whole different direction. I ain't even know it was going to go, man. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit. Because I was... I usually get so caught up in what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it. When I just nearly need to rely on the fact, like, look, stay in his word. Stay in his word and the Holy Spirit will bring it up to you. I don't set nothing up. This ain't, like... This ain't scripted. I don't really have the verses 
like laid out like I did when I had the um what was that podcast I did where I had to have a scripture in order to I think it was about forget the former things or authenticity. I do not remember. I do not remember. But um man, let me let me let me go over this. I want to talk to you about and this is probably going to be in the title. I want to talk about trusting and faith in God. But in a different thing, like putting that into practice. Putting faith into practice is something that a lot of Christians want to do. Um, whenever it says in the word, like, take delight in the fact that you are persecuted for the name of Jesus Christ and that your reward is going to be received in heaven for the persecution um, and the suffering you have to endure whenever you proclaim Jesus' name. And for me, I'll say because I know... There's nothing new under the sun, and there's nothing um, new that is not common to man. But uh, for me, I used to get excited at that thought, and I still kind of like, I'm neutral about it, but I'll explain why I say I'm neutral now. Because I used to want to get persecuted just so I can prove my faith and my love and my devotion to him. Because my heart was um, tailored in, I want to please God. I want to show Jesus that I love him. I want to show him that I'm here for him. I'm, I want to show him that I ain't going down without a fight. Alexa's trying to fight back, bro. But, um, I wanted to show God, like, be pleased with me. I'm going to, like, I'm going, I'm willing to die for you. And, uh, when the, pro when the prosecution happens, it is not saying, oh, no, 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 let me, let me, let me go in order. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When the prosecution would happen, I would get angry and I would want to respond to it immediately with anger because it's like, how dare you press God like that? How dare you? And it takes strength to not want to like clap back all the time, having been in the world for most of my life. And now you got to love those who curse God's name. It's 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 kind of hard sometimes. It is it gets it gets tough. It gets tight, but we cannot do that. We are representatives of Christ. All right. We as the body are supposed to represent Christ and his characteristics. So we got to get it together because a lot of Christians don't do that. A lot of Christians will see that and get mad and then be like. They take the wrong approach, but what they're saying isn't always wrong. It's how the how you say things, how you say things is very, very important. Listen to me, Christians here. Heed, heed what I say. Although I know you want to get your point across and I know you want to say it seriously and I know you're trying to get to their heart and I know you're trying to touch them and talk to them in here, but the way it comes out of here, if it's not in love, take a chill pill, come back later and, and talk about it in love. We are to walk in love. I'm pretty sure you can find that in Second John. It's either in like verse. And... It, just read Second John, and it is that we walk in love. First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse thirteen. 
faith, hope, and love abides. The greatest of these is love. And I swear if you call me a heretic or a freaking, a frick fracking, what is it called? Um, a child of the devil because I read the NIV translation. <laughs> I love you and you're wrong. So get up on my comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for those who don't know, bro, I'm a One Piece fan. So that laugh is either Dory or Brogies. Brogies, sorry. I think that's her names. Dory and Brogy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Anyways, back on track. But we, rem <laughs> respond in love, please. Christians, if you're trying to reach people, reach an audience. I know you want to get your point across. I know you want to be set apart. But come on. We got to, we got to, we're representatives of Christ. If we're supposed to represent Christ, tell me one time where Jesus got fed up and started cussing people. It don't even got to go that far. Tell me when he got mad at the Pharisees so much that they like got up in their face being like, how dare you insult the father? And everything he did was in love, truth, and grace. Did he have to raise his voice? Yes, it'll happen. And in doing such, there was love behind it. Some of y'all will say the same stuff and have absolute hateful intent. We cannot be doing that. Or y'all be trying to be so quick to expose somebody and point the finger. Talk to them in love. DM them privately. I know it says to rebuke them publicly is better than a, let's say a slap on the wrist privately. But we don't know each other. You're watching me through either an Instagram reel, a TikTok, a Facebook reel, or a YouTube short. Or you watching this on whatever, or listening to the, on whatever platform it is. And I say to you, if you have something to say, we can talk about it. But if you, if you want to like point fingers at people and, and just accuse, 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 hate, 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 hate. But then you'd be like, we're supposed to correct each other in brotherly love. What the heck are y'all doing, bro? It says we're supposed to walk in love. I get it. You really love how Paul carried himself, but you're not Paul. You're who you are. Don't try to imitate him. And even then it says imitate him as he imitates Christ. And that if he were to step out of line with that, that means don't imitate him. Christ is perfect. And that is who our central focal look at should be. We're not going to be perfect. And that's where a lot of people also get confused is that they base their perception of how Jesus is based on the body of Christ. And in that, does that not say that there's embedded faith or belief that we as Christians are supposed to represent Christ himself? So if people who are outside the body are looking at us to determine, to determine what kind of people and what kind of God we serve, you best you best show love first. You best walk in love first. And even when I'm raising my voice right now, I'm saying this because if we're really trying to reach a large majority of people preaching the gospel in love, it's in love. We cannot. Look, I get it. I get it. And yes, that's what Jesus says that in John chapter eight verses in verse. Uh, what is it? 42, 44, 45. Um, John chapter eight, I know he calls the Pharisees out and, and, and says that they're of the father, they're devil. And yes, that is true that those who are, if they're not for Jesus, they are against him. And on the fence is still with Satan. You cannot be in the middle. You're either for him or against him. All right. 
There's no in the middle. And even if you stay in the middle up until death, God says he's going to spit you out the mouth. All right? Because you did not even make a decision who your master was going to be. And it does say in the Bible that a man who is unsure in any of his ways is unsure in all of his ways. So therefore, again, you're either all for him or all against him. But to go back to what I'm saying, I get it. They they are legitimately unknowingly following the 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 principles of the devil, just as was discussed in in first John chapter three, verse eight through ten, eight through twelve. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Eight through twelve. But we were there at that one point. And what brought you to Christ? Was it love? Or was it finger pointing? Was it yelling? Was it cussing? Was it people are drawn when they realize that there is a God that loves them? I'm not saying switch up on the gospel. I'm not saying don't preach it because the gospel literally represents the love that God has for us. I can go on and on and on about love because it seems like I see so many people doing that. But I cannot let the fact that so many people do that deter that there are so many beautiful interactions that I see where love is put at the forefront and there are people that see a different perspective and there's grace and mercy. And if we're the body, we also are to be like our father with grace and mercy to those. I got Bible. Hold on. I got Bible. Give me a sec. I got two addresses for this. Two addresses. First, we going to pull up to Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. It says finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, Meditate on these things, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me. These do and the peace of God will be with you. It will be shown and it will be with you. Now we finna pull up to the second address.
right back up, pull up to Second Peter chapter one again. Now hop down to verse five. <clears throat> it says, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kind kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. Uh, love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things, any one of these things listed. For he who lacks these things is short sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sin. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure for if you if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I put up receipts. I, I put up receipts. Man. Man, the spirit is with me in this one. The spirit is with me in this one. Even the right one. Throw some eagles. Dog. Ooh. <coughs> I might still be coughing, but he brought me some some volume to my voice. Had to address the body there, man. Oh yeah. I don't know if anyone's still listening, but how y'all like the new logo? Which one did you like more? Um, for those who don't know, um, I changed the logo. No longer the globe, but I wanted word of reason to have a logo that represented what we're talking about. Um, a lot of people may miss the globe. I understand. And I want to say I don't miss the globe because it did not represent what I was trying to represent. And what I want word of reason to be what we want word of reason to be i'm pretty sure is word of reason is the word of god right and we know that jesus is the word if you uh don't understand uh john chapter one go ahead and read that um in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god jesus is the word and so at first I, I made two different logos. I made an all black one, very sleek, very nice. It had a Bible with two microphones in it. And that may not be for now. <coughs> now that I think about it. May not be for now, but it's there. Um Thank you, Jesus, for that. <laughs> thank you, Jesus, for that thought. But uh I changed it to two microphones with the Bible in the middle and then word of reason podcast around it. Very sleek. Coffee shop vibes. That's what I love. For y'all who've been around, I love coffee, my I'm talking about I love coffee. So I made that. Then I asked my sister for help because I was stressing out. I was genuinely stressed out. And she was like, How about adding a cross in there? And then putting the words like the cross and then having the words over the cross. And that's what it was going to be before. But then we ended up with the logo now that you see. If you're listening on Spotify, 
you can just tap that icon if you like put your phone on the on the home screen the lock screen and like tap on it you can see the icon in like full hd quality and uh bro it's beautiful i like it it's growing on me um but i wanted something that was going to represent like bro when you when you click on this podcast you know what you're getting into we are talking about the king that has arisen on here we are talking about the lamb that was slaughtered for our sins all right, we are talking about big God. We talking about his name start with a J. All right, we talking about his name start with a J. All right, talking about big Jesus, big Jesus, big Jesus. So, um, I wanted something that was gonna represent like, bro, this is a Christian podcast, bro. Um, this is the, this is something that I refuted because then again, I back in that day, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do, what God wanted me to do. And so I did what I thought I was supposed to be doing because that's all I had known. And I, I was ending up copying the basement a lot, trying to be like, let's just talk about vulnerability and our experiences. And there will be one soon where I talk about my experiences because I don't know what happened, but it's like I had like a SD card swipe and all my memory just whooshed. But up until like a day or so ago, all of my memories came back of what I had put myself through. Um, one day that is coming. One day that is coming. Um, if not, it's briefly discussed, not in like full detail. Uh, in a in the seventh, sixth or seventh podcast, it's called. I have to breathe. Um, my full testimony with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and you can find that. It's on. Uh, it should be on YouTube, and it is on all. Uh, uh, other places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to find it. Now, how long has it been? It's not like I'm on a timer or anything. It's been an hour and five minutes, bro. All right, I do want to talk about this. Say the best for last, right? Holy Spirit, pull up. We still. Oh wait, you never left. Sorry. All right. Now here's the big coupe de gras. All right. A lot of people want to prove their faith to God, but when the boat is on the water and the storm starts to rise, you want to stay on that boat. Because when God talks about faith is required, faith is required. And I'll say this myself. I always, before I even, ooh, before I even, before I rededicated, Back last year in like September, November. Dog, I always wanted like a quit my job because God told me story, right? And now look where we're at. Prayers really do get answered. Look at me. Um, I always wanted a God, let me prove my faith to you thing. And boy, when I got that, when that ants, when that when that opportunity presented itself a year and a half later, I was looking at him like. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about quit my job? I'm not finna do that. I did it. And blessings are being poured in. Y'all don't see it yet. But when I tell you God has blessed me so much, y'all are going to see it soon. Y'all are going to see it. Within the next month and a half, y'all are going to see just what my God has been doing. And not now, one of us, 
not name one of y'all, I can't. Nobody can say that it wasn't by the grace of God that I do not have. That I had. No, no, no. It, we cannot say that it wasn't by the grace of God that I have these things. We can't say it was, oh, well, your podcast still ain't top 10 on the charts. So, hmm, personally, no. No. So, can I say that yet, God? Can I go ahead and announce that? Cool. But anyways, can I say that at least? Man, I'm going to say it. I got a job. <laughs> See, there's always them haters going, ooh, ooh. But let me let me emphasize, right? I have a job alongside this podcast now. <coughs> I have a job now. And it is working from home. I'm working in social media. And when I tell you this job is a blessing, it is paying a lot for me to be able to have an abundance. It is, for reference, like 12000 almost $15,000 more than my last job. Um, when I tell you that he has blessed me from going from where I was going to be going at in my life to where I am now. I am over like double, triple step higher at a starting point now than I was going to be two and a half, three years from now. Already levels above. And to be honest, where we're going now is just the start. It is just the start. But the thing is, is let me explain how it happened. I did not ask for this job. I did not search for this job. God brought me this job. Do not do not say you 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 did this to get it. Don't say you did that to get it. No, I didn't. I did nothing. It came to me unexpectedly. And it is for me that God has brought this for me. So, we all know I quit my job. We all know I was the podcaster and the editor, right? One night I got on a call, long story short, a offer was presented to me for what I know in certain areas. And I was like, I know a few things about it. Um, so we'll see. And so, cause I, I thought it was going to be like one of those, like the devil presented me with, uh, this temptation and da, 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 da. Long story short, my, 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 my parents got my head up out of that real quick because it's like there were so many other people who could have been offered this job. And yet it came to me. But you think about it, I never would have gotten the job offer and I would have declined it had I still been working in in school. I wouldn't take it. I would not have taken it. It wouldn't have even been offered if every time I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm working in school here. I'm working in school there and da, 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 da and blah, 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 blah. It wouldn't have even came to me. It would not even came to me. And I wouldn't even be able to do the job had I not started a podcast or been a YouTube editor. So this would not even be mine if it had not been for the position I'm put in. If I haven't been brought to the position where I'm at right now. And there's been so much character development and growth alongside the way. But let me get back on track. See, what happens is 
You ask for a faith encounter and you're not willing to step on the water. When you don't realize God is on that water with you once you step off the boat. You're not going to get taken under by the current. That's only if you start doubting God and doubting God and losing trust in him and believing that he won't provide for you or won't take care of you like he says he does in his words. But seek first his kingdom and those other things will be added to you when you in that water. Because I guarantee you, like I just said, Bruno, hush up, bro. I guarantee you, it got rough and I started getting upset. I started getting nervous. I was like, God, where is it at? My bank is in an overdraft and there's more fees coming in. Like, you said not to cancel my gym membership and here I am in debt. Um, Where's, <laughs> what's going on? And then he had to remind me through a sermon. Keep my trust in him. Keep my faith in him. Stand planted. Remember, don't forget the things that he brought you to to get you where you are now. And once my once my faith was brought back in, money came in. Payments are made. Subscriptions fulfilled. My bank was in the negatives. Just five days ago. Now it ain't credit card over the limit. Now it ain't. Payments made. Uh, some of them a little late, but payments made. I don't sit down and plan this stuff out. And I'm not flaunting or da 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 da. I say this to encourage you get off that doggone boat, step onto that water, and trust God to hold your hand. And when you're on that water, He's going to reveal Himself like never before. Oh my goodness, He is going to reveal Himself. Like never before, because you've, you've, you've physically displayed, God, I'm here for you. God, I'm following you. God, I'm trusting in you. I'm, I'm here. I'm out on nothing. There's nothing coming in. My bank account is steadily getting empty. The gas tank is steadily going down and I got to refill that every time. The bills are got to be paid. My insurance has got to be paid. My car note got to be paid. Da -da 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 -da. Shut that all up. And when we were just reading... And Luke chapter, what was it? It was Luke chapter 12 still. And it's that God takes care of birds. God's, God dresses up the flowers to look beautiful. If God takes care of nature and provides for them, even though they sow and reap nothing, they sow nothing. God still takes care of them. And how much more important are you than a bird? We were made in his image. And even then, he gave us dominion over all species over the earth. He's going to take care of you. Get off the boat. Stop what ifing. Stop thinking about your plans. All right, let me just say this. When it comes down to your plans, stop it. Stop making plans. When you, when you follow God, stop trying to make your own plans. Stop setting up things for the future 10, 20 years down the line. Stop trying to see the future for God. He's the only one who can see that. He is the alpha and omega, the beginning and end. He knows whatever's going on in the in-between. He knows where these decisions are going to go. He knows where your plan that is oh so successful is going to end up at. And hey, 
Maybe your plan is in, a, in accordance with his will. But I guarantee there's going to be some changes made down that line. I guarantee you. But I say that to say, don't want to show your faith. And then back up out of it whenever that opportunity comes. You have prayed and asked for this opportunity to bring your faith before the throne, to bring your faith before him, to demonstrate how much you love him. Step out, bro. Do the thing that everybody's going to call you crazy for. Do the thing that you know God's telling you to do. Do the thing that is going to bewilder everybody. Don't you have this to pay? Don't you have this to do? Don't you have that to do? da 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 you got all these what ifs coming in. Shut it up. Shut it up. God did not tell you to be concerned about this, that, other. All he said was trust in him. Believe my word is truth. Believe I am not a man such that he would lie. So if he says that he's going to provide, that he's going to take care of us, that he's going to heal us, that he's going to deliver us, that he's going to protect us, He's going to feed us and clothe us. Zip the concerns. Put them into your imaginary bag. Toss it up to the Lord. Are you bringing your problems to God or are you bringing God to your problems? Aye, man. I don't know. I believe that's it. I believe that's it, man. Very, very nice episode. Very nice episode. I believe the, the the one after this is going to be the very special one. Very, very special one. And again, I want to say thank you so much, um, first and foremost, to you, God for allowing word of reason to be presented before so many people um, and that it even actually had effect on lives. I want to say thank you so much because I did not think that I was going to get to this point where I was actually receiving messages on how the podcast is helping people's lives and helping people's walks with God, which is like the biggest hallelujah, praise God I could be receiving that is better than anything to know that people's walks are getting strengthened by you being used by God is amazing it is a feeling like I haven't felt because I always wanted to help other people in Christ give them strength give them a foundation help them out pick them up and there are people that have actually more than one more than one who have said that the podcast is helping them out. And oh my giggity giggity goo. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Thank y'all so much for coming. Thank you so much for coming to listen. Um, even if you listen to just the reels, even if you listen to just the TikToks, man, I'm I'm happy that God is using me in his plan to touch the lives of other people. And I thank you guys um, for coming to listen. Um, for those of you who do not know, in the description, every single time, doesn't matter where you're at, if you're on Spotify, Apple Music, da 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 
there's always a description actually. <clears throat> and once you click that description, it'll take you to the description. <laughs> Bruh. It'll take you to the description. There'll be a link down there. It'll be a link to everything. So if you want to email me, if you want to text me on Instagram, DMs are open. Um, yeah, DMs are open. Um, that's where you can find the socials. That's where you can find it. Interact with me. Um, cause I don't know who all is listening. I have no idea how far it'll reach. I have no idea where everybody's at, but it means so much to me, to those who do reach out and say that the podcast is actually helping, which is wild to be able to be like, look, there are people who have been impacted through you and they've wanted to strengthen their relationship with God. And God has used me to be able to do that. And I'm so appreciative. Um, but yes, in the description, you can find the link tree to everything, the socials, the different podcast platforms, the video podcasts, which are exclusively on YouTube. Um, even if you want to give the cash apps in there, soon I'm going to add the PayPal, um, just in case there's a fundraiser actually up for the payment for equipment. Um, there is a fundraiser, a GoFundMe up for equipment to go ahead and boost just in case you want to give or you can give just because um the podcast was a blessing over on cash app i thank you for those who do and i thank you for those who just listen um and if you got this far message me banana butt hopefully i don't forget that and then receive a bunch of banana butt dms and then now i'm just kind of like where is all this banana butt coming from because trust me i'll forget anyways thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and i will see you guys in the next one i am so ready for you guys to hear this one i have no idea when it'll drop because this is technically a this is a pre-recording and the next one probably won't drop until next week but y'all are in for a treat thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast i will see you guys in the next one bye thank you for the wait what do i want to say thank you for listening to the word of reason podcast where we bring, no, 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 no. Thank you for listening to the Word of Reason podcast, where you present the Word of God. You can find reason in your life. Mm.